everybody, what is going on? I hope you're all doing absolutely amazing as per usual. Um, it feels like it's been forever since I have actually jumped on the microphone, even though I know that it's not, but anywho, today what I want to be going over is what are we focusing on? And this seems to be, seems to be popping up a fair bit. Let me mute that. Seems to be popping up a fair bit because there was a little something that happened for a client over the weekend, the past two weeks. So, uh, for those of you who are not a client over the past two weeks, no, not last week, but the week before I had two weeks off to go on holiday, do all that fun stuff and come back and actually rest, recover longest amount of time I've ever taken away from business at one time. It's absolutely crazy. I know. Uh, but during those two weeks, a lot of the clients that I was currently working with that obviously didn't get to do my normal check-ins or anything like that. It's sort of like a 50, 50 of, yep, I'm doing absolutely amazing. Or no, I feel like I just fell off the bandwagon completely. And it's funny because the ones that said that they were doing amazing, they're towards the tail end of their program. And the ones that said that they were struggling a little bit, they're still in the middle of everything. That was, that was interesting for me to pick out and sort of just be like, Hey, here's what's going on. But the thing from this past week that I really want to be focusing on, which is what are you focusing on? Because a lot of people are starting to say, yep, this is me, or I've achieved this goal and I want to do something else, or I just feel ready to move on to something else, or I'm feeling stuck. What do I do now? The common question that I'm getting from a lot of people or that I'm giving to a lot of people is what are you focusing on? Or what do you feel like is a proper thing to be focusing on? And everybody's initial thing is I still want to lose weight. I still want to be focusing on the scales. I still want to be able to lose weight, the big umbrella term of lose weight. And it was interesting because there was a lady on TikTok who was like, yeah, I've struggled to lose weight for eight years and now I've just given up. And I was like, well, okay. The, the big thing to sort of, whenever anybody comes in and they're like, yep, I've been trying to lose weight for eight years and nothing's working. You have they most likely have not been trying to lose weight for eight years. Boom. It's in the past eight years since I started focusing on weight loss, it's been eight years from that first day until today. So that usually entails from on average, just looking at clients that have previously signed up when they say I've been struggling for two, eight, 10, 15 years of trying to lose weight. It's most likely that they've lost weight, gained the weight back and then gotten disheartened and then given up. Then it hits a enough is enough type of point for them. And then they go, Oh, well, fuck it. I might as well try and lose weight again. They lose weight again. And then they do that. And then over the years of accumulating that or doing that, doing those things, they eventually hit a point where they're just like, fuck it. I can't lose weight because of this thing that they can blame. Most of the time it is some sort of genetics or PCOS or uh, endometriosis or adenomyosis or something that is just in the sort of quote brackets of this may make it hard to lose weight. One of the biggest ones that I used to focus on or blame was my medication because of depression, anxiety and all that stuff. And one of the biggest things was this is going to make it tough for you to lose weight or people who are on this medication gain weight. It's not because of, and then obviously it depends on the type of medication that you're on, but more often than not, it's not just you take this medication and then holy shit, you put on weight. Particularly if I'm going to be talking about like depression medication, it's not that you take the medication and then all of a sudden you gain all this weight because of the medication. 
what happens, again, most of the time, on average, generally speaking, I feel like I have to, I can't get comfy in this chair when I do podcasts. Um, I need to get like a lounge chair or a recliner or something like that. The world's most casual podcast. <laughs> but most likely what happens, you take the medication and what happened in my experience was take the medication and it numbed me out. It gray zoned me. It turned me into a zombie. So I didn't feel like doing anything. I had no appetite. So I felt like eating less. So when I did get the appetite to eat, it caught up with me of, oh, you haven't been eating for a while. Go get Maccas, go do this, go. And it was a very high calorie meal, which made up for the fact that I wasn't eating at breakfast and lunch or I was just snacking through the day. Cause I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just get this. I don't deserve to eat food. That was the diet side of things. And then also because of the depression, I didn't want to go outside or it completely numbed me. And I was just like, well, what's the fucking point in going off to do something? At least I don't feel like killing myself anymore. Fantastic. What's the point in just existing? That was a whole fucking thing in itself. I didn't have the physical activity to be burning any calories. So my, to just throw arbitrary numbers out there, my resting metabolic rate for when I was on the medication, because I was doing less was probably about 1500. I'm just going to throw random numbers out there for you. It's, it's really not. It was probably closer to 2000 actually, but it probably would have been around 2000 calories. I wasn't expending any calories through getting my steps up or going to the gym or doing literally anything. I would wake up and sit at my computer and play video games. That's about it. That's all I would do. So the calories out was fuck all. And then the calories in was just snacks through the day because that's all I felt like doing. And then it was fast food at night because that's all I felt like doing very high calories. And because the calories had essentially nowhere else to go, it was just like, cool, you're gaining weight. But the only time I noticed when I was gaining weight was when I was on the medication. So I can easily, easily say this medication made me gain weight. Kind of, kind of did. And that's what I see for a lot of medications that are out there of even though clients are signing up and they're on a myriad of different medications. Yes. Some of them are going to fuck with your hormones and yes, they are going to inhibit fat loss and things like that. Very particular ones, but 90% of the clients that have come through that have been on a myriad of different medications have been able to lose weight by increasing their steps, going to the gym, building muscle, focusing on their calorie intake and just doing what general people tend to do and tying that together with a long period of time of consistency, instead of, I didn't lose three kilos in three weeks, I've only lost 200 grams, what's the point? Because the results are too slow. Who knows that on that week, even though you've lost 200 grams for this first three weeks, who knows that something may have just clicked for you and you're like, oh fuck, that's right, I've been tracking this incorrectly. Or I've been going to the gym two times, I can really actually get there four times. Maybe if I parked further away, I'd get an extra 2000 steps in per day, which would get me to my 7,000 steps per day that I need. Those little breakthroughs happen over and over again through the course of the coaching period, which means that in six months time or three months time or whatever, whatever time period it is that I have clients for, they have all of these mini breakthroughs that lead to, holy shit, I have a complete new lifestyle now, which means they can lose weight by just doing what they're going to be doing because they're focusing on the right shit. They're not focusing on the negative of, oh, well, I'm on this medication, which means it's harder for me to lose weight. So then that must mean that I can't lose weight. So there's no point in even fucking trying, right? If you're focusing on, I want to do this because what's the alternative? If I am on this medication and it makes it hard to lose weight, should I maybe focus on if I'm not going to be able to lose weight, can I focus on just maintaining instead of consistently going up? 
Is it worse if I just, you know, what's the fucking point throwing the towel and just do whatever I want and continue to gain weight? Or should I try and stem the flow and maintain where I'm at? If I'm going to maintain and I can't gain or lose or whatever, and everything that I've tried in the past, it means that I can't lose or gain and I just maintain everywhere. Give yourself permission to go to the gym and focus on lifting heavy shit and maybe focus on getting strong. Maybe that's something we can focus on. But a lot of the people tend to go, I focus on the scales because I want to lose weight, which, you know, I would as well, because that's a, that's a fucking indicator of, am I losing weight? Yes. It says it right here on the fucking scale, Travis, that I am or am not. But when we're getting to the deep down of what do you really want from life and what are you going to do about it? And all of these things of how do you want to be living your life? That becomes a big, a bigger thing to be focusing on. Jesus, that was a word, Travis. It becomes a better and bigger thing for you to be focusing on and something that you're more likely going to see better results from because you can actually focus on something of, I want to get better sleep. I want to be stronger in the gym. I would like to have a better relationship with my son or daughter. I would like to have a better relationship with my partner. I'd like to have a better relationship with food and myself and what I see in the mirror. I would like to be confident one day. I would like to apply for this dream job that I have. There's so many more different fucking things that you can focus on than weight loss. And case in point, I'm going to like for my weekly tidbits that I do on Instagram stories, which reminds me, I just have not posted this on my Instagram stories. Uh, the weekly tidbits are things that I take from client check-ins and keep them all anonymous and stuff like that. Things that I take from weekly check-ins that clients have said, and I post them onto my Instagram stories. So if you're not following me on Instagram, fucking do it right now. And it's interesting because this lady, when she signed up was, I'm losing weight. I don't feel like I'm seeing enough results. Oh my God, I'm not losing weight or I gained weight at every check-in for the first, I think like 14, 16 weeks, we're doing the six month package has been about the weight. Has that been going up? Has that been doing this? Whatever it is, the check-in has always been weight. And recently we've actually been focusing a lot more on the deeper root cause because it hit that point for us where I told her, you have no issue whatsoever getting to the gym and hitting your nutrition. Like I, I don't worry about that in the slightest. If you are going to be on this program, I could quite literally save you a lot of money right now by saying, yep, let's move on to premium coaching, which is just exercise and nutrition. Let's do that and save yourself about a thousand dollars a month. That that's going to be the fucking case in point, do this. And you can do that because that's all you need. Right. But then I got into the, so what are we doing here? What do you want to do? What do you want to be improving on? Because you've proved that you can lose weight and do this and be consistent even when, even when, even when the shit isn't really going your way, you can still pull your head up. Fucking hell. <laughs> even though these mental things that are getting in the way and fear of judgment and shame and the classic all or nothing perfectionism tendencies and perfectionism in the sake of it is a defense mechanism because we don't want to be made fun of or judged because if we do something wrong, that's a thing that happened in the past where we would just fucking hang on to that and be like, I cannot make a mistake here because I got ridiculed when I was younger and now I just cannot fucking stomach and like cannot stomach that. And the anxiety comes of, oh my God, I'm going to do something wrong or I'm going to let someone down. Right? A very common thing that not a lot of people touch on through obviously working with a normal PT. What I mean, not that I would expect you to run through that, sign up with a PT and be like, hey, yeah, I want to learn to squat and also um, let go of my mum's expectations. Can you do that for me through programming? I don't think that's going to be <laughs> exactly in their wheelhouse. <laughs> not exactly going to be in their millhouse. Oh, 
drink break. You know, I should really just pause the recording when I want to do a drink break, but I think that's what keeps it casual and light-hearted, don't you think? Um, so yeah, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because... Why is my mouse not working? There we go. Uh, I'm telling you this because the IG Weekly tidbit thing that I'm about to read out now is going to... You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Quote: It's incredibly weird to be eating what feels like so much, but I'm still losing weight, and not really thinking about it. When I first started, I was absolutely pedantic about the numbers and small shit, and now I don't have to think too hard about it. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Honestly, could not tell you the last time I was this weight, and it hasn't been a struggle. The interesting thing about this one, apart from obviously just making that a testimonial quote and being like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast about this thing about how fucking awesome I am at coaching. The thing that I want to be, I sort of let you in on behind the scenes of that testimonial, that quote there from her email check-in is that didn't come from us focusing on the scales every single week, day to day. Did you lose weight? How's this? Can you do our big focus for this has been how are you managing the emotional responses that are coming from everything else? And without getting into her entire story and shit like that, I think we're going to leave that for when, and I know that you're listening to this, when I ask you to come on this podcast four months after you finish this program. So if I can keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, but I'm not going to give the, her complete backstory or anything like that. We're going to keep it very anonymous apart from that little bit right there. But I had to go back to her questionnaire and go like, fuck, we haven't been focusing on the weight in, in a hot minute. Her starting weight was 86.5 and the current weight was 75 kilos when she said that. We were focusing on her emotional responses to everything from where she would normally hit a road bump and she would throw in the towel. We knew that she would, on an ideal day, on a perfect day, she would be getting to the gym. She would be tracking her macros. Her nutrition was on point. Those tangible things were in check, right? I didn't really have to focus on them too much. It was go do this. You'll be right. Yes. There was a little bit of how do I get my protein in? How do I like, oh my God, forgot what food was. <laughs> it was how do I get my protein up, but keep my fats low while still hitting these calories. And yeah, there's a few things that we had to run over and be like, yeah, you could try this food. This is this. The tangible stuff that's very easy to fix, right? The big thing was when she would typically throw in the towel, and this is common for a lot of people that are signing up that don't trust themselves to sign up and invest in themselves and make this big commitment for, yep, I'm going to change my life and do X, Y, Z, is whenever I sign up for something, I go really well for about three to six weeks on average. I go for three, four, five, six weeks, and then I just throw in the towel when something inconvenient comes up. I get my period or there's a birthday or a social event or this or that. The fact of the matter is, there's always going to be a birthday. There's always going to be a period. There's always going to be your child running into a wall and going to hospital and doing something. I fucking hope not that that's always going to be there, but there's always going to be some sort of inconvenience that's going to get in the way of us having a quote unquote, perfect, ideal health weight loss journey. And this is where I like to separate shit. This is obviously where I make my money right here, which is the, I want this program to obviously go ideally in the fact that yes, at the start, this is where I am at the end. This is where my goals and we've achieved our goals. But through this period, I want us to have a rather shit time or a rather inconvenient time or a, a bumpy ride, so to speak. Because if we go from A to B, 
for example, one of the newest clients that has just signed up, I said, yep, we could get through all of this that you want in three months. If we just gave it three months and we just went like hard on exactly what you're wanting for the lifestyle nutrition and all that fun stuff, you could get it done in three months. And she said, awesome, cool. However, these three months are gonna be very easy for me because I'm on holidays or I can't remember exactly what it was. We're having our second call this week. Um, I'm on holidays and it's going to be very easy for me to put all the time into uh, hitting these calories and macros and being able to do this. However, pretty much as soon as we finish that three month period, my life is going to be completely changed because I'm going to be moving or going back into teaching. I need to figure out exactly what it was, but she's going to have a completely different lifestyle, essentially be a lot busier. So she said... Um, I appreciate you not trying to sell me on the six months because it sounds like this, 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 but what would be your recommendation if we essentially have three months where it's very easy and then the three months afterwards would be incredibly insane? And I said, yep, yeah, I feel like you're on the right path because I don't want this to be simple. I don't want this to be beyond easy. I want this to be something where it's inconvenient and it's annoying for the fact that I'm here 24 seven for you, apart from when I'm fucking sleeping, obviously don't take advantage of me. Um, I'm going to be contactable whenever you want through discord, you can message me, you can, uh, spam me to the email check-ins that we've got once a week. And then we've also got phone calls once a week. There's two points of isolated contact through the weekly email check-in, which happens on Thursdays. And then also our coaching calls, which are happening on Tuesdays as well. So there's two points of contact on there through that week. So the first three months is going to go really easy, but then the six months after that, all that's going to be there for her. So I said the first three months are going to be pretty easy, but I like where your head's at for if this is inconvenient and annoying and a pain in the ass, we can focus on what do you do when I'm not here? What can we do together while we've got this amount of support and everything that is going on? While we've got all that, where do you typically falter? When it typically gets hard or inconvenient or you're just beyond busy or run off your feet, what do you do? What are your habits? What are your behaviors? What are your triggers for, I don't want to do this anymore? If we can work on that shit together and focus on the correct lifestyle patterns and habits, behaviors, thought patterns, all the shit that I talk about in social media, my fucking God, everything, it's all coming together. And if we can, <laughs> got really personal for that one. If we can focus on all of that while it's inconvenient and difficult for you while I'm still here, imagine how easy it's going to be when I disappear and you have just had someone hold your hand through the entire process of this is difficult. This is hard. I don't know how to do this. What do we do? And I go, cool. Let's try A, B, C, D, as many things as you want until we figure out something that is going to be working. All of this time... If you're sitting there and listening to this or watching this, if you are sitting here and listening to this or watching this and you're like, man, that sounds like an amazing program. That sounds pretty damn cool. That sounds like something that I want to be focusing on. Have you noticed that during this entire time, I have not talked about weight loss. I have not said, let's down your calories to lose weight. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's focus on just hitting this number on the scale. Let's just be disciplined. This entire time has been let's focus on areas that have an emotional response where we typically throw in the towel and go back to bad, quote unquote, bad habits 
that have been throwing us off, that are typically here for when we quote unquote fuck up or fail or feel like we've failed and want to go back to what we were doing because it's easier that way, right? Haven't focused on the scales. Sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself is to stop focusing on the scales and start focusing on things that you actually want to be doing in life. Because when you focus on the things that you want to be doing, the shit that you don't want to be doing falls to the wayside and it makes it a lot easier for you to be able to put the things that you do love into your life. And when they become a part of your everyday routine of doing something that you enjoy, you become a happier, healthier person and you can deal with stress a lot easier. You get to sleep a lot easier. When you are met with inconvenience or resistance somewhere, you know how to troubleshoot your own issues as opposed to, oh my God, I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm out of here. And then running back to the comfort zone and doing fuck all there. You now have a higher, larger, whatever fucking word we're going to use. You have a better capacity to deal with bullshit that life is going to throw at you because that's just always going to happen. So through the program and through everything that we do, yes, first month, let's just say first four to six weeks is typically let's get you tangibly set up. Here are your numbers, here are your workouts, here's this, and here's how we can fit it into your schedule. Fantastic. Are you consistent with that? Awesome. Here's your new routine. Do that as best that you can. Once that habit has been somewhat established of these are the things that I tangibly do, then we focus on cool. Where are the areas where you typically fail or feel like you failed or aren't ideal or inconvenient? Any sort of road bump along the way, that's a shit that we focus on. And this woman that I'm sort of used this podcast to do, we focused on all of that for her. We actually got her a new fucking job. Better hours. I think better pay. It is better pay, actually, because I remember she's... She works on commissions. So hours roughly the same, better pay. But now instead of working an hour away from home, she works 10 minutes from home. It's also in a way better environment with, we are assuming, we are hoping, uh, knock on wood, her work environment is a shitload better. Her current work environment is toxic and draining and overall non-supportive. And that was where about 30% of her issues were coming from, where she would get home from work and be like, and you you know that feeling. That's how I can, (laughs) that's how I'm describing that feeling. As soon as you get home. On top of that, we're saving more than eight hours per week just through the commute. What would you do with an extra eight hours per week? Holy fuck, you would be, you would be amazing. You would kill it at life if you had an extra eight hours per week. And then on top of that, you've got an extra free eight hours and now you're making more money. Love it. That's what we do for our clients. We focus on the bigger areas of where we're at. We focus on the right shit at the right time. It's not always the right time to be focusing on weight loss. We've had a lot of clients in the past where they've just hit a wall and they're not losing weight. And even I, I will be the first to admit, I don't know everything. When clients have said, yep, this is going on. This is perfect. We're tracking everything. We're doing everything and everything is here. Even I, after reaching out to a whole bunch of different professionals in the area, I'm like, you know what? I don't get it. Maybe it's blood work. Maybe it's this. Maybe we're going to have to go and do this. It's very rare that I don't know something, but I do admit that I don't know everything. And there are some areas in, you know, this coaching aspect 
where everybody has a unique body and a unique process that we have to be adapting for, where we have both client, coach, trainer, doctors, everything like that. We've all hit a wall as to like, okay, why are you not losing weight? So what we've done, instead of being like, let's just lower the calories as fucking much as we can. Instead of doing that and making life shitty, we've flipped the script on it and say, cool, let's not focus on weight loss right now. Let's take that away. What can we do that's going to make you feel more happy, confident, healthy, and get you moving and just overall enjoying your life? Let's focus on that shit. And then lo and behold, something happens where we have a bit of a breakthrough. More often than not, it is stress. As soon as that person becomes less stressed, their body is okay to let go of weight. I have no idea of the intricacies behind that because I'm like calories in, calories out, it's thermodynamics, that's the only thing that happens. But obviously when you're stressed, that's going to inhibit some hormones, which does this, which lowers your calories. And then that's a whole fucking, that's a whole thing in itself because stress releases the hormones and then that's going to alter your calories in, calories out thing. Oh my God, I'm stressing myself out with stuff that doesn't even matter right now. Uh, but we focus on the right things at the right time. And when you're in a weight loss journey, sometimes focusing on not losing weight or changing your focus to be not weight loss, even though that's what you want to achieve. Sometimes that's the best thing that we can do for you mentally, emotionally, and physically. I know for me, I don't, even though I'm trying to get down to about 83 kilos at the moment, there's still weeks where I'm like, yep, sweet. Everything is on point. Everything's going amazing. And there's still weeks where I'm like, you know what, maybe this week I'm not going to weigh in and focus on this shit. I'm just going to eat what I need because that's what I feel like I need. You're going to have dips and it's like a fucking mountain range, like the stock market ticker where, yeah, it's going all the way up. Oh, look at it. It's going up, but it's not a straight line all the time. It's like little mountain crevices. So with that, uh, I just want to be saying, make sure that you're focusing on the right shit. Make sure that you are able to get out of bed in the morning stress-free. If we can do that or work towards you being stress-free as soon as you wake up and you have a smile on your face and you're ready to attack the day, that's a big fucking win in my book. If you're able to do that, imagine how easy life is going to be if as soon as you wake up, you're happy, you've got energy, there's no stress on your chest, you're not like, oh my God, what the fuck is a day gonna hold? I have to do this and this and this and this. If we can get you into that mindset right there, I can guarantee that you will lose weight, you will be stronger, you will be more confident, you will fucking love everything about yourself and enjoy the journey a lot more to make it more sustainable. So that way, when you finish your coaching or program or whatever the fuck it is that you're going through at the moment, you know that you can get through it by just being you. And that's what we want. If you focus on the right shit at the right time, that's what we want. So I hope you all enjoyed that one. Uh, it feels weird to be back on the microphone. You know, when you take some time off and you come back to it and it's like, who am I? What am I doing? That's me all the time. Oh, uh, yes. Go and enjoy your week. Do everything it is that you want to do. If you haven't left us a review on wherever the shit it is that you listen to the podcasts, it would be amazing if you could do so. Let us know how we can improve things. Um, yeah, any and all feedback. Make sure that you are watching and paying attention to our Instagram stories because obviously we have weekly tidbits that are going to be going up. We have a lot of interactive pieces that are coming for Instagram stories. So that way we can figure out how can we improve things there because we don't want to make a full post about, Hey, tell us everything that's wrong with the, with the podcast. It's a lot easier if we chuck up a story an interactive piece of, Hey, let us know what you would like to see in the podcast, what you would like talked about in the podcast. Would you want more of this? Would you want more of that? So if you're not already follow us on Instagram, leave a review if you could, because that helps us out so fucking much. Uh, but yeah, otherwise go off, enjoy your day and crush shit. Bye.